0: Spend some big money. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's crazy. You know, there's kids that come in my age and drop money that you know, some 24 year old kid should not be dropping. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You wonder where they get it from. Well, like, they, they can't do more than 20000 so like. $20, yeah, but I mean, that's. what do you, wait, what do you mean they can't do more? Than that's what you just said, they can't do more than 20000 No, I never said they can. I said. <laughs> There's, there's certain maximum bets. That's casino can only handle a few goldfish for it's <laughs> <That's laughs> not what I'm saying. Roasted <laughs> shrimp. That's <laughs> per bet.
1: Dude, that was just all nuts. All so nuts. So, what's your favorite, I think, game in the casino? I think about the casino. I think about the movie casino. I think about the, the Azarian. So, like, what do you love about the casinos? Like working or
0: attending? Both. A combination both. I mean, working, it's, its you're, you're basically like the host of a party. Yeah. You know, you're bringing people in that are you know, spending a lot of money. And you get to compensate them with dinners and you know, give them free play. Just basically anything that makes them happy. You know, we have golf courses that are a partnership. And take a golf It's like a golf game shows and stealer games so I mean every day is exciting because you never know what it's going to be you never know what game yeah. players going to walk through and you know, sometimes they throw temper tantrums you know players that lose a lot of money and they do disgusting things because it eases yeah. their, their anger but working at it it's just it's it's interesting it's fun so do they have to have the cash in hand to gamble I mean or like can you like gamble on your credit card well, the average player comes in with cash. I mean, if you're spending a lot of money, you set up a credit line. You set up a credit line for like $100,000. You know, you can go in, get 20000 and it's basically like a loan almost. Yeah. You gamble it. If you lose it, you pay it back. So. You have to be approved for that, though. Yeah, I was gonna they, say, They yeah. check your, I mean, they check everything. They check your, your credit, your, your background, I mean, job history. Jeez. Everything. Jeez. That's nuts. So, when you go out and play, what do you play? I don't really gamble much. I mean, it got to the point where I was like, if I can't beat them, I might as well join them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, where does all that money go?
1: Like, does the owner make the most money of the team? I mean, a lot of it goes
0: with the state. We're paying a lot of money. Um, About 50% of the state. The state makes a lot of money. I mean, we have. Thousand employees they get paid out, dude. That doesn't so where's all
1: this gamble? Because I, I mean, what is all what are all the casinos in the world like in our nation combined like make a month? Half no. if, if that goes to the state, like well, like, I mean, that's that's this, like, that's, that's each individual state. this is PA, but I'm thinking like cumulatively, like, if we're going if we're giving all this money back to each state as a nation, what are we doing with all of those funds on top of these taxes? I mean, each state's different.
0: Like, there's not gambling allowed in certain states. Okay. So, yeah. with with Pennsylvania, we have the PGCB. It's like our gaming board. It's basically like the government of casinos. They set the rules and regulations. Yeah. And we abide by it.
1: Dude, what was that movie with the girl that is Molly's like, Game. Molly's Game? You didn't even have to tell me. That's Dude, how good I am with movies. For real? For real, I can't wait to get movies with you. But so
0: like with this Molly's game movie, that shit is fire. That's a true story. I know. I wrote it. She was a uh, <laughs> an Olympic skier. Yep. She started her own underground poker. Busted her it. knees out, broke her spine, whatever. Yeah. Right Which what she was doing was legal at first, but as soon as she took a percentage of that pot, yeah, that's what made <laughs> it illegal. Yeah. But she would make money. Dude, that shit is insane. Insane. It's the fact that it was based off a true story. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Movies like that make it more intriguing to
1: watch. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, bro. What were we talking about before that? Casinos. Dan Bill's you I just got this book of the setup I think I think I was gonna try to get it. it. I yeah. might get an extra copy. If I get an extra copy, I'll send it to you because I got another text today saying like I think I think I ordered like a gold like <laughs> crazy. I fucking love Dan Bill's but at the same time. I just think he's got really good like marketing in a sense for like how, you know, like he's just it just seems like a clean cut dude like a cool ass dude I would want to meet. Right. Rogan Rogan interviewed him. He would definitely be on my top ten to to kind of interview. Hopefully one day when people like these, if they ever do, get it from having <laughs> me in your podcast, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, dude, that would be a dream. I dream. Yeah. I, but I don't know You know They always say Like you'd be scared To meet your idols And like you told totally, me Like those people Trying to get a picture With them
0: Yeah <laughs> but uh, That's that's not the I mean Joe yeah, Rogan man. Joe Rogan's never Going to hear this So I'll say that Yeah um, And if he does hear this For some reason You know Yeah but you got, like, it's, it's, it's not call. personal Yeah But, call. but uh, yeah We were at I forget where we were at We were at some fundraiser And me and my brother Went to get a picture With Joe Rogan Well we didn't We went to attempt To get a picture Yeah He was talking to somebody And somebody beat us to it and they were like, "Hey, Mr. Roden, can we get a picture?" And he, he he didn't say the fuck off, but you know he he, he mummered yeah. something oh, to basically guys. say that like, yeah, you know, yeah. not right now." So we were like, "All right." But
1: you got to imagine that. I mean, like when you build up to that fame, and people like you just can't go out in public without people like yeah, I mean it's involved. Every, but at the same time, it's gotta be exhausting. You you, you signed up for that. You know, I don't well, know. He gives me the vibe where he would be happy just making like just if his. His family's needs were met, especially with
0: like how he grew up. It's really been real wealthy. Yeah, but I mean, getting into being a celebrity, yeah, you know. got to know, you know, there's gonna be yeah. I, that... I mean, yeah. I guess you start to build up to that, but and it's not like they're coming up to you for bad reasons. They're coming up to you solely because of the fact that I they know. respect you. A lot of people ask for handouts though too, so you could imagine. I mean, that could get annoying. Obviously. Yeah, people coming up to you, like, please help you, you know, some little kid that just wants a picture and an autograph. What about his little kids that just went free time and space? I'm sure he gets a for yeah. them. Yeah. He whatever they want.
1: Yes. Man, that would be dope. That would be dope to have them guys on. So Dan Bilzerian, gambling. Dude, Dan the Bilzerian, Bilzerian came true. to my
0: casino, which he never would because we were, yeah. I mean, number one, we're in Greensboro. We're, yeah. We would Dan Bilzerian would be doing Greensboro. Number always. two, we couldn't meet his, his limits. His credit limits? I mean, credit limits, you know, we have certain maximums on the table in regards to bets that we allow. Yeah. And he would not be interested
1: in those. not saying they're small. I mean, they're big. For so what if he what, what about cash? What if he brought in 500000 cash? Could you guys say, hey, you can't do it all?
0: I mean, he can gamble a portion of it, you know, not exceeding our maximums, but, you know, if yeah. we have a $5,000 maximum, you know, per bet on the blackjack table and high limit and he comes in trying to bet 20000 like if we, you know, allow it, you know, say he's bringing in a bunch of people, and it might outweigh it. But if we allow it, we're taking a risk. I mean, he buys in for five hundred thousand, and he matches that, and ends up winning five hundred thousand. We're down five hundred thousand. That's it's harder to come back from than being down twenty thousand. Really. So what do you guys mean by down? Like I, I just mean in the sense of just have that to, that player, to that player. to that lose. Well, the <laughs> casino, the casino always wins. That's that's what happens. I yeah, mean, absolutely. As cliches, and ab- ab- the casino I mean, always wins. It's statistics. Yeah. You absolutely. know, if you come in and play at a statistical approach, you'll make some money. But you gotta, you know, it's not gonna be every time. But you know that because that's statistics. So you no, know, but you can. Do they play poker at your casino? We're actually in the process of putting a poker room in right now. So there's no poker there right now? Not right now. There's poker machines but we'll have an actual poker room here for the next uh, two months I'd say. Is there a cigar lounge or spot out there? Uh, we have cigar we have cigar tastings you know, Yeah. vendors come out and introduce the new cigars but uh, they're smoking in the casino but generally not cigars. Yeah. Problem is we have sports and social upstairs it's a restaurant yeah uh, it's yeah, kind yeah. of family oriented but it's it's one of the best spots to watch sports You yeah, guys put that bull in there too that's, that's a PVR. Yeah, that's the nightclub it's like a, yeah, a tequila cowboy but yeah. smaller but it's
1: attached to the casino
0: yeah it's upstairs yeah which I mean that brings in a crowd it's yeah. mainly college kids it's a weekend but you figure with the 200 college kids there's going to be a couple sprinkled in there they'll go downstairs and spend some big money
1: yeah thanks
0: it's crazy, you know. There's kids that come in my age and drop money that you know, some twenty four year old kid should not be dropping. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You wonder where they get it from. Well, like they, they can't do more than twenty thousand. So like, yeah, but I mean that's what do you what do you mean they can't do? That? That's
1: what you just said. They can't do more than twenty thousand. No, I never said that.
0: I said. <laughs> There's there's certain maximum bets. Cedric Casino can only handle a few goldfish races. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you roasted shrimp. That's meat. per bet. <laughs> oh, okay. If our maximum is five thousand per bet, I mean four hands you lose in a row, it's twenty K you're down, yeah. You keep doing that all night. What's the most you guys ever had somebody losing there? Um, my players, I had a guy come in and lose that was actually recently. He lost one hundred and twenty-five thousand in less than twenty-four hours because he missed. Ironically enough, I mean, I'm sure these guys were aggravated at some point, but I mean, it was like nothing to you know, him. planning his next trip in. Makes you wonder, you know. What do you do? What do you, mean, what do you do? For work. Um. So, it's it's funny. A lot of the times. With my players, if they tell me what they do, I'll talk to them about it. Generally, I don't ask them what they do, especially the newer players. This guy's nowhere. He's only been in once. Um, he came out of Cleveland. But if, if a player doesn't openly tell me what they do, I don't want to know about it because I don't want to know if they're doing something illegal, selling something they shouldn't be selling when they're coming in with money. Like, I don't want to be in the middle of that. You come in, you spend your money. I don't know where it comes from. I'm safe. Generally. I like to know my players. yeah now, you know no, talk that's about true. other things, talk about their families that's and you know, how their kids are doing in, in soccer, baseball, whatever it is that they're they're playing. But it's it's a lot like this job, which was weird. I mean it's a completely different industry, but I learned a lot of things from this job that have helped me with my new job. Yeah. Like making calls. You know, like before, I hated making calls, but when yeah. you work in areas, you get used to it after yeah. a while. So that helped. Being able to talk to people, different kinds of people. They you know, yeah. sold in Nebraska, sold in Memphis, Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, Ohio, Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, it's all different people. Yeah, absolutely. That's the same thing in the casino, so you know, that helps. But it's a lot of similarities. Yeah. Calling players, checking up on them, like you might call a policy holder, checking yeah. them. Somebody yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, the facts. little things. Still, what do
1: you think Bill Zerian's favorite game is? Uh, I'm gonna take a guess and say poker. close guess, slot machines. Did you
0: read that in this book? Nah, probably poker. I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've ever heard of him playing the slot machine. I feel like he's too smart to play slot machines. Yeah. <laughs> Slot machines. He's a poker guy. Can you guys ever tell if
1: somebody's cheating? Have you read have you guys had any like major cheaters or anything?
0: Well major we people try to cheat all the time. How do you cheat? Uh, people randomly call a attendant over and be like, I put a hundred dollars in the slot machine and it didn't come up. But little they know that, you know, we have not only two hundred eyes in the sky, but we got keys and Devices that allow us to go back on the slot machine and look at every move that's happened in the last you know, so many hours or days. So it's like, oh, you put 100 bucks in, well, let's go back and look. Nope, we didn't. We actually cashed out for zero cents after losing 100. So we used it, we didn't lose it. Damn. But they'll do it in all different ways. Yeah. they so get used to it. At the end of the day, it's, it's 100 bucks. You know? I think i like those movies where, like, if you cheat the casino, they, like, cut your hand off. It was back in the day. It's not so
1: much in today's world. Aw, oh, dude, there's still got to be some casinos out there, though, that, like, if you're trying like, to
0: mess with them. I don't they, know. They, like, send you back. I wouldn't be surprised. Underground? Yeah, it'd be nice. You do underground parking tournaments, Dude, those are dangerous. Send you
1: back. Aw, oh, dude, those gotta be crazies in that Molly's
0: game like crazy they were spending like a higher million. Those were all celebrities too, yeah. which made it even cooler. Like so, Player X was yeah. based off of Toby Maguire, Spider Man. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Michael Sarah I played him. Damn. It was based off of Toby Maguire, so I mean that's why at that one scene, you know, he was like telling the guy, he was like he was, like, I got a crappy hand, you know, fold and fold and then he didn't fold and he had a better hand. It's like taking his chips away. He's like I didn't want to. I don't want to win that hand. I wanted to take everything you had. He was he was made out to be like kind of an asshole. Yeah. Greedy. I mean, you're making what thirty million dollars from Spidey. Are you can take ten Gs off of some guy who can't afford it. Well, it was just a movie, dude. Yeah. Based off the truth. Yeah. Dude. So. <laughs> yeah. so wait, too, wired did that in real life. That was what Molly's game was about all those people that she would invite are celebrities. So, like, did they get in trouble? I mean,
1: I think that's that much, but I'm sure somebody got in trouble. It's crazy. Just looking research on Yeah, it. you gotta imagine like all this stuff that just goes on behind the scenes with, like, Hollywood, politics, celebrities, and just, and then even the people that are even way more powerful than that. like, when you think of, like, like, the Illuminati or something like that, dude, like, I don't know if you will even something like that but you gotta think I mean if they're out there somewhere royal families you know what I mean that just have like so much wealth and there's just like a piece of be like yo this is just like, all being like puppeteered even mm-hmm. they're pulling the strings? I don't know dude. it's weird. like this vaccine yeah, is real weird it is pretty weird run over here and get a cheeseburger Just <laughs> see a bunch and I get
0: bunch a of yeah. bunch of fat people just rolling over <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Can I get a Big Mac. Uh, did you get the vaccine this year? No. Sorry, we're going to deny it. There he is, dude. It's nuts. Dude. But, so what are your, uh, what are your plans with, with Arias? Are you looking at expanding at all? We're actually looking at going to go Dallas. So we're hoping to go
1: down to Dallas for the next six to 12 months and then probably the same deal, year or two, getting to Tampa. Meet up with there. You got some great people down there with Spencer Cope's and Mark Bernstorff. So there's some good people. I don't know. See where everything's kind of one day at a time. But then we're looking to buy another office here in Illinois. So we lease this space right here and we're looking to just start to build equity. So we're looking to buy a buying place down the road.
0: That's crazy. That's <laughs> where it all started from.
1: Yeah, absolutely, dude. I can I, I never would have imagined. I'm retired for the next four or five years. You know what I mean? I feel like these first I say this every year I feel like, I'll be like the first year was just building oh, first two years like at the end of the second year I'm like oh man my first two years was just building a foundation then at the end of the third year I was like oh first two years were just building a foundation so I don't know maybe life is just there's never any cycle yeah there's never any cycle of a perspective where I'm just just preparing for the next the, to, to start walking through. I, mean, I feel like I'm, I've been crawling and crawling so see where it goes I would love
0: to get back in it
1: I know. If I wasn't tied up. I know. Maybe I mm-hmm. can do it on the side. It's a uh, Yeah. time Yeah, tied up. Part-time. Especially, we made that big transition from you and I being so in the physical door-to-door sales with like the door knocking and physically going to their homes to present. And now it's literally like Amazon, you know what I mean, in, in relation to it being so easy yeah, that's why and efficient. I'd be, I'd be
0: interested to kind of see what it's like. Yeah. A so you know, bunch of golf. Take numbers from analysis yeah, virtual and see how they compare. Definitely a lot more calls. That would be like the only thing, it's a lot more
1: calls. Then I think with legitimate presentations, it's still 30% close. I mean, you sell people door knocking on? No, not unless like really want to go out there.
0: Nobody wants to physically go. We used to have door knock goals, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, you couldn't choose whether or not you were calling or door knocking. If it was a door knocking day, you're out door knocking and yeah, no, I, I would do both. Well I mean you can call obviously I'll while you're I'll outdoor knocking but you're not allowed at the office like that. Yeah, them days are crazy. I'd
1: be like, Gavin, get your door I'd be like, how would you do be like, three? Be
0: like <laughs> no, it was it was it was uh, it was a fun time. I would do it again, but right now. Yeah. Currently just yeah.
1: Out there at D V D living it up at a Live Casino. Live casino. So what do you what do you think about the, the UFOs and the aliens? We
0: talk about aliens on this podcast.
1: Talk about it all, dude. Gotta jump into movies, talk more about the movies. or we're just to stick with aliens
0: now. The aliens are out right there somewhere. I think it's just weird like the government just pops shit off and just if you watch it's the news, already know. Watch the new uh, series for. Uh, it American Horror Story? There's a new season out. whatever the latest one is. Yeah, I'm not Dude, and if you're into aliens, <laughs> yeah. then, like they make it seem that like what we're living in right now. Yeah. Is like their whole plot, this alien plot to take over the world. So it, like makes you think like, of COVID, you know, this happened because of what they saw in the show or. Other things that you know might appear yeah. one way to you in the show, they make it look like this is why. Dude, remember Rob used to talk all about conspiracies and shit? Yeah, he still does.
1: Oh, you know, it's, yeah, I think that's interesting too many times. Always get in the car, conspiracies and juice away. It's hilarious. There's some conspiracies out there that are actually kind of creepy. They are. Yeah, like reach Airbnb, to
0: cameras, mm-hmm. hide them in the vents. Did you ever hear that? No. Conspiracies like hotel rooms and Airbnbs will hide these little cameras, vents, like the outlets uh, and the wall. I just, out. I just feel bad for you. Like, <laughs> right. I don't think anybody want to see. Yeah. I'm just you know, Out there, there's <laughs> some guy behind the screen. Enjoying it. Yeah, just like ah. It's, it's,
1: it's hilarious. Some movies, your favorite. We were just, I just asked you your favorite movie. What were you telling me your favorite movie was? I mean, I got a bunch of favorite movies. Yeah, There's like the top genres. three. I got this a list too. The true, like, top three. Uh,
0: warrior. Those are the brothers fighting yeah, that fight each other. Yeah, was a great movie. It's all right. It's a great movie. Pretty good. Very good. Nick Molte isn't dead. Yeah, it was all right. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> He's like broke his arm. Yeah. His own brother. Yeah. It's based off a true story. It's kind of stupid. I actually have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Right All right, what's the next one? Uh I mean, Scarface has got to be up there. Oh, Scarface yeah, so is so great for movie. me. That's top three for sure. I, mean, I don't know, it's hard to pick. There's movies thing. that come out, I mean, there's different genres. There's yeah. that new movie which came out with uh, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock, Red Notice. Red Notice. It's a completely different genre than Scarface, but you know, it's a good movie. an yeah, action movies for me. Yeah but, I, I, yeah, but it's shot in different times. See, I'm I, I, I I I'm minored minored yeah. In, in yeah, you're getting so real specific.
1: What about the Squid Games? You brought up the Squid Games to me. I was what is that about? Us.
0: So, it's... It's this this place basically gets people to agree. I don't know how to explain it. They, they they bring all these people to this this place and they basically tell them you know these are the rules. You play games. If you pass, you pass. If you don't pass, you're eliminated. You know? Yeah. And they play the first game, and when people get eliminated, they die, and they start to realize, and it's just basically bunch of people just dying and you know, these these games that this kind of crazy guy that's in control came up with to appease himself. He's got all this money. So yeah. the winner every time somebody dies, whatever they're worth goes into the pot. And the last survivor gets the pot. this comes out to like three hundred and forty million dollars or something. It's done in end which Transfers. Yeah. It's like forty six billion yen, but it's like, you know, like three hundred. So million. so
1: did who want? Was it some like did did you you know, somebody's gonna watch this? So
0: spoiler alert. Obviously the main character ones. So he or she. He damn. But the entire thing is filmed in a different language. That's the only problem. Which, which I'm not know? usually big into, but if you do like the English voiceover a couple of sips of something you're drinking or something you're smoking. Yeah. The words match up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's hilarious.
1: Dude, I think one of my favorite 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 movies still is King Arthur Legend of the Sword. My little a little brother. You don't
0: know, said the same thing. I was, you
1: have a little better. No, I not I was gonna say you're not a little better. I'm gonna get I think I'm gonna go for a seat and get get some dope things out there. King, King Arthur. Arthur,
0: for sure. And King Arthur's so crazy. I won't match all the ones you have now. That one. won't match them. That's <laughs> a couple, couple dumb tattoos. Oh, yeah. Both of them. We wish we got one together. In, yeah. uh, Nebraska. Right before I
1: left. From yeah. Oregon,
0: Pittsburgh, one.
1: Which one did I get when well, we got those? Huh? huh? Which, I got one, Elvira? Yeah. What did you get? I got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know that Ah, that's good. <laughs> that's hilarious. You encouraged it. You're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it did. The design is awful. You still have it? I Yeah, uh, I had another tattoo on top of it, but uh, it's still there. Can okay, Yeah,
1: it's still there. You, you did it on purpose. <laughs> you shaded it and you were just like, just a are <laughs> 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 Casey, come
0: back, man. with the shade? <laughs> that way I said I just added some shading. See, I, I didn't cover it. I was just shading it. You know, actually, I went to get the tattoo. its was Alec. Remember him? Yeah. He worked with us for a little bit, too. So he did it? He didn't do it. Uh, his buddy did it. Ah, okay. He was at the airport. I actually passed out during this. So I got, what, eight tattoos? This is the biggest one. It took four hours. There was so much shading on my wrist. Like, he did this for an hour. And you cried and passed I didn't cry and pass out. I just remember <laughs> sitting there, and everything went black, and I just, uh, I was out. And then, like, oh, the 10 seconds later, I wake up, and I don't know where I am. You know, when you pass out and you wake up, you have no idea where you are. You know, you don't know what's left or right. And all I remember was I woke up, and I just looked down, and were arms restraining me. This dude was tatted up because he was tattooing me. So, like, I randomly wake up, and I see some... Strong, buff, tattooed man strangling me to a chair. I started to freak out, so I was throwing myself everywhere. And uh, finally I came to it, and I looked at him. I was like, did I pass out? It was like, yeah, seizure. You did everything. He's like, shit. I reached reach for my Gatorade, got my, my blood sugar up, and finished the tattoo. Over a little tattoo. A pretty big tattoo. It was a my tattoo there,
1: so. Over a little tattoo. We'll see if you pass out. So your dad had a lot of success. And then I wanted to ask really just kind of like, what did you watch him do or what inspired you to really kind of get on this entrepreneurial mindset and, and what traits and characteristics have you seen? Because you've met successful people, um, but seeing that success maybe within your home, like, how has that kind of translated over into your life and what are those things that, that were successful?
0: I picked up on my dad uh, a lot growing up. I mean, he was always working. You know I never appreciated it as a kid yeah so I'm just reaping the benefits of you know, I'm six years old eight years old ten years old I, you know, I understand there's gonna be a work life in the future but I don't I don't fully understand at that age nobody really does like, yeah. what goes into it you know like the, the value of the dollar my dad was really good at teaching the value of the dollar um, you know growing up we were very blessed but he he, he made us work you know if, if I had a girlfriend and you know, 7th, 8th grade, I wanted to take her out, and, you know, I wasn't making enough money where I was working, you know, hey, like, I got 40 bucks, come like, mother one. you know, go do this, go do that, like, he made me work for it, which sucked at the time, you know, I hated it, because I went to school and all these kids had, you know, dad's credit card and stuff, and I'm pulling out single dollar bills from my shifted Brewsters, and it's, it was embarrassing at the time, but it, like, it, it, it created something not every kid has the, the blessing of getting from the father you know a lot of people like to hand 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 which I don't see anything wrong with it at the time but if they don't learn to get a work ethic which yeah. I picked up on from my dad you know they they, they fail yeah. as blunt as it is but he just always had a work ethic he was always working he was always traveling yeah. part of the reason we moved up here is always traveling we wanted to be a little closer and with him more but his time management is crazy yeah. I mean, I remember nights where we'd be in the field 2 a.m., back out at 7. I mean, he's doing the same stuff. He's been 50 years. Yeah. And he started, he's been in the casino business his whole life. He's yeah. Not done anything else. And, I mean, he, he was a college dropout after one semester. Does he work at Rivers? No. It's our competition. You think I work at Live and he works at Rivers? No. he's He's with Live too. I mean, he's worked for a lot of. You know, different gaming groups.
1: And, uh, yeah, but sort of like the last five or 10 years where you guys have lived, what casino has he worked at? It was never Rivers. It wasn't Rivers or Meadows. Um, he did work with Presque Isle. Um, he did
0: work with- Cause I'm thinking if that's the only thing he did, which, which, which casino? Well, up here it was Presque Isle, Mountaineer, uh, side of the Downs. It was, it wasn't really in Pittsburgh. We just moved here cause it was just the nicest area in the So to where, is, it is, where right? are those places? Mountaineer is in uh, West Virginia right on the border which actually yeah. I, I would stay there a lot when I was selling insurance if yeah, so I had sure. you know appointments Friday night and Saturday morning yeah. I'd stay over there and you know rock the appointments but now it's in uh, West Virginia uh, it's got a horse track so I still go up there from time to time bet horse races but it was, uh, it was it was never casinos in Pittsburgh that it was involved in it was just kind of the area that we migrated to we figured it was a nice kind of period of regroup and start a life. Yeah. Which obviously I wasn't in that decision process, but what am I going to say I'm 10 years old? Yeah, true. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a gift watching him, you know, as I was growing up. And I still learn things from this day. You know, I, I can't be around him as much anymore because he's out at our Philly property um, running that one and, you know, I'm stuck in Greensburg, but Every now and then I can see them, and I'll go out to Philly and visit, bring players out. Do you guys still have Burgers? Yeah. The, the, so you probably don't go there often at all. I actually went there last week. Yeah. I have a fun story about that. Wow. So, that's the first time I go to so, our Wahlburgers in, in three, four, five months. The one so, you used to take me to? Yeah, this was McKnight Road you know, near yeah. Ross Park mall. So we have that one, that's... and we
1: have the one at Robinson. Yeah, it's so the, the one you took me
0: to, right? Yeah, I okay. was with Road. Really. Um, and obviously, there's you new know, workers, the only people that I know are the gentlemen of family, Yeah. Because they stay the same. But new bartenders, servers. And go up and sit at the bar with my brother, and I ordered a beer, and she carted me. And I thought it was a joke, Like my brother laughed, too. So I kind of laughed, you know, because we're in there, like, a lot of them know, you know, who we are. So it's, yeah. it's it's not like really awkward when we go in, you know, because we're very friendly, you know, always taking care of them. You know, my dad was really good at bringing breakfast to them, donuts, stuff like that, yeah. coffee. Uh, but she carded me and I kind of laughed and she was like kind of snarky with me. I was like, oh, I'm joking. Like, I'm not losing my job. And I was like, okay, well, here you go. And I gave it to her and she gave it back to me. And then the entire time she didn't really, like, she wasn't rude, but she didn't kind of pay attention. And uh, this would happen a lot of times when we go there, because you know, that's another story. Um, but we got to the end of it, and she was in a rush. She was trying to rush me out. She was done at 4. It was like 3 So she's trying to you know, milk the last check. She wanted the tips, so she has to close my tab out to do that. She's like, Anything else I can get for you? As I'm still eating my burger. I was like, No, you can close me out. And she closed me out, and she handed me the bill. And I was like, Who's the manager all today?" And you know, she said who it was. I was like, Yeah. Come out here and cop it. She looked at me. And she's like, "What for?" And I was like, "This, the nerve on this." Lady. Like, Are you kidding me? I was like, "Just, just go tell Josh that you know somebody's out here." And Josh comes out. And he's like, hey "Anthony, what's up, man? What's up?" You know, we talked for a couple of minutes, and she soon realized that you know we were the owners, and I mean, the attitude changes so quickly. Yeah, it changes so quickly as, soon as they find. Oh my God, I feel so bad. I carded him. You know, like yeah. Do you feel bad? Because
1: you kind yeah, of enjoying it. What's well, happening? Dude, that's so hilarious. But I found but out I got cartons- in my own restaurant. Yeah, is yeah. I found out you guys were like carters oh, it- and-, and Wahlburgers. I was like, what the heck? And then you had the picture, like the video, or whatever, of Wahlburg. Like, yeah. Dude, his movies, Four
0: Brothers. That's a great movie. Great movie, dude. He had a new one out, Infinite. I really yeah. like that one. I think a great movie. No, earlier this year. What was it about? It's like reincarnation. It's like you keep dying and then you're reincarnated, but like it takes you a few years to realize. But once you realize, you have every skill that you had in the previous life. It's a crazy movie. It's one of his good you know, action movies. Stuff's always happening. It's got a lot of good movies. But like, kind of biased. I think it came out a couple months ago. Either this year or last year. Yeah, well, I don't know if I saw those. You're a little parallel. Yeah, that's. I'm going to check it, it out. I'm going to check it out for sure.
1: Um, movies. I want to talk about something else, too. talked about and Maybe your next what are your plans like what's your vision for the next five, ten years where you want to be dude I have no idea you've got a lot like states
0: I mean there's jobs businesses I don't want to be in Greenfield too yeah when I moved out there I said two years max we're coming up on a year now and another year seems like a long time yeah but it's 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 fun being the big fish in a small pond, but, you know, only for a certain period of time. Yeah. yeah you want to understand, you want to get bigger, you want to take on more challenges, bigger players, different areas. Um, but, I mean, with this job, there's so many different routes. You know, there's so many different departments in the casino, but it's, it's figuring out, you know, this is what I want to stick in. Yeah. knows? Maybe I come back to areas. Yeah, yeah. Areas mm-hmm. delayed, though. Yeah. It doesn't like that back in the Yeah, no. <laughs> Definitely been a weird-ass
1: right well. Now, doesn't your brother work for PacSun? Not PacSun. You say that every time.
0: It's Route <laughs> 21. It's a, wait. Yeah, he produces a lot of stuff for Route 21. How did he even get into that? He had a lot of uh, like talent agency experience. Uh, he did an internship in college, which led to a job at an agency, which eventually led him to Route 21, but... He's been with them for the longest. Um, his job's pretty cool. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he doesn't like he doesn't record the, the commercials and stuff. But he kind of puts it together. You know, yeah. He makes he books actor not actors actresses you know for shoots, um, models stuff like that. Yeah. But from what I see and you know, what he tells me, it seems like a pretty fun gig. Yeah. the yeah. models. Good food. They always have some like hors d'oeuvres. Uh, yeah. You know? That's yeah, why I always notice crazy. these things. They always got like yeah. great snacks out there. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. and his car, he always brings it home. Yeah. And then you ride in the car with him, he's got like those monster Sam's Club size boxes of different trail mix and crackers and uh, cookies dude, and that sounds, chips. That sounds fire. That sounds fire to me.
1: lovely. So, what else should we talk about?
0: I mm-hmm. so I want to talk about you know, something beneficial. You know, people that are listening to this in yeah. regards like success. Like, what what do you think gave you success? If you had to sum it down to one thing, like, what did it start with? I would say the first thing would be probably faith. Some
1: faith in in God and in faith in myself, faith in the process, in the company, all around faith. When you say faith, you mean like, like belief, like trying to bring it fruition. God, I think yeah, maybe you know what I mean? Obviously, I've been huge on the affirmations and having an affirming spirit, but uh, I think it truly does. I think mean, when I, when I say faith, I, I mean almost in the sense of believing in God, believing in myself, in the company, um, and in the process. and like what's required to get to where you want to be you know, they always say "and Simon, you know, my natural always says, you know, in order to go up you gotta be willing to give up. And so giving up is you know, for for us it's like doing up for partying and, and working or you know, giving up certain holidays or birthdays or giving up sleep and if you're dieting, it's like giving up cake, whatever it might be, like giving up in order to accomplish a greater goal and just having that perspective of like, where do you want to go or where do I want to go in life? Uh, it's very compelling, you know, when you have a very clear vision and start with the end in mind, you know, doing the work in the process, it just, it yeah.
0: almost becomes enjoyable. So I would say... So would where, does, where does self-discipline fall in your your process? I would say
1: the self-discipline is for sure the foundation. Yeah. You know what I mean? it's, it's just, you know, what, uh, it corresponds with that belief, it just immediately ties into what's required with the belief that you have in a dream or a goal or a desire, what is the price that's required for you to pay? And so it immediately goes to self-discipline
0: for sure. So without self-discipline, you can't really accomplish anything. Yeah. With self-discipline, you can pretty accomplish just anything. about anything. Yeah,
1: pretty much anything, dude. I love the UFC. And I think of, you know, everything's kind of like, like a fighter, you know what I mean, that people don't realize. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's living this fight internally and I don't just mean like the mental health but I mean truly in regards to like your mindset like you're fighting towards getting better every single day mm-hmm. or you're kind of in that fight and allowing the the world or different influences to pull you down and make you worse every mm-hmm. day and that's on you that's like when he was
0: when he was what 15, 16 he was fighting for food yeah family yeah so. absolutely absolutely That's another than guy. who's
1: your favorite UFC fighter?
0: I mean, he, for sure. He was, he was, you know, yeah, based dude. off popularity and stuff like that, but like back in the day, you know, Tito Yeah. You got the Iceman.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. It was
0: legend. It was different back in those days. Dude, I got
1: into Jiu-Jitsu kind of early right. when I started here. I started of doing you no know, Jiu-Jitsu, then I started of doing no jiu And uh I ended up really loving it. And Beginning of last year, I was rolling with a, a dude in the office and I was trying to like I'm obviously I was a white right guy right and I was trying to teach you know ankle locks. Basically I wasn't even necessarily teaching, I was just trying to pull them on people and I tap people out with them. This was recently? A year ago. This is a year ago. So I teach them the bigger dudes. Uh, indirectly I teach them by doing them. And we go to roll, and you typically like the worst person to do leg locks is like lower belts, because they're, kind of like, they're like spaz, they're like they're yeah. spastic, so it's like, you typically don't want somebody spazzing and twisting in your joints, like, like your, your tag, leg, 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 leg. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially like the, I don't know what it is, uh, if it's like the sensory nerves or whatever it is, where it like takes longer to feel pain when things snap and, pop and break down, basically throughout your legs. So doing these ankle locks indirectly, just teaching these guys this, and so he said roll and someone starts to like almost get me in it. And this figure dude out had Connor and just did a podcast with him. Puts me in it and just starts twisting on my like knee like in every different direction. And me, you I know, me with that, you know, crazy mindset, that psycho mindset to bring like, out of it? no, nah, I just kind of pulled out of it, but I would like, just let him basically snap my knee. So just like it just pops. It like, just pops. And I ended up choking them out, but at the cost of my meniscus. So that pop was my meniscus, like just completely basically been shredded. So we you crutches? So I was, I didn't walk for a week or two. I was basically just dragging my leg, um, which was nuts. But, and it was, it hurt so bad to sleep for the first week. But, uh, and then from there, from there I ended up doing stem cells. So I was trying to think of the next step like, and I was embrace brace stem cells so I went and saw uh, shout out uh, Dr. Burnett so Simon put me on with Dr. Burnett and he works with like, some of like, professional athletes out of Pittsburgh, with like some of the Steelers and pirates uh, just an all around great dude so we did the stem cell on my knee and that worked phenomenally like I was walking like the next week you know like lifting and everything like that then I kept getting like tempted to roll so like 30 days go by and I roll again and it tweaks again and I could walk a couple of days. Then like another, I go like, I'm, like all right, I'm not doing this. i another like 60 days. They go by. So now we're like halfway through the year and I roll again. Like, all right, I feel good. I'm going to roll again and I tweak it again and then probably a couple, probably another 60 days I'm like, all right, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. Like this is like a, I like a couple months ago and I tweak it. Then a couple weeks ago I tweaked it again. I was like, dude, I'm going to have to get this thing checked out or they just keep shredding so, there's not a lot of blood flow to the meniscus. And so, I'm excited, like, Revan always talks about like flying out of like, Panama and like, spending like 20 grand doing these crazy treatments, which is, like, you know, in, in a position, I mean, that might be something I could consider. Maybe a little, a little much, but yeah. it could be something to consider. But like, I think I'm gonna just get a consultation, you know, and uh, see what's up for them, for sure. you gonna know, have to do some type of uh, meniscus you know operation. But they have the arthroscopic, uh, meniscus operation, which is basically a little incision, and, like a little camera goes in and like a clasp or whatever, and it kind of just, it's really cool. So they like to do it and it's not very invasive, so it's a faster recovery as well. Put a camera in It's basically a camera. Basically. So, this is so I mean, it's a lot better than them like cutting the whole knee out in approach that, yeah. So. You know what I mean? have a whole knee with lace have like a metal kneecap.
0: Or you could just
1: swallow some pride and tap out next time. Well, that's what I should have done. That's the, So that's the thing with jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is a very, very uh, humbling sport because like I've I, I, you know, rarely been, been tapped out with the guys that we were affiliated with like office-wise. I remember but, but I got I tapped a off. A lot of kids me Nobody tapped. At that Wexford office?
0: Nobody tapped. Remember me Mo? Up. Nobody tapped me out. I remember Mo tapped you out. There's no Mo that tapped me out. Oh, there's Mo that tapped Yeah, it was Mo. Is that his name? No. Yeah. Curly hair, glasses. No, not all. I was a kid that knocked you out. Nobody yeah, knocked me out. Yeah, he knocked you out. I do have with video you slam it Rob, though. Yeah, Yeah, that
1: was hilarious. That was it. But Jiu jitsus humbling, so, like, Office-wise, there's not been, like, Simon Tyson all the time. He's, like, a black belt. Uh, other fighter, dude. Mm-hmm. He's in a belt to Don't listen. Remember when we had no yeah. one so I had recruited, though. I had, uh, I had uh, seen him at a fight at Pittsburgh. But actually, actually I went. watched it. Because wow. I wasn't old enough. to know, so I was, like, you in insurance. I seen him down there yeah, we went to that. And at the end, no. No, this was. When was the yeah, little son? Yeah, this was, this was one before that like, I would like, watch it on, like, like, watch the highlight or something. so like, yeah, it was a decent fight. Do you know him? that might be interested in, like, a good opportunity. He was like, I might be interested in doing something side, you might fight right now. This was way back in the day. He was, like, boxing. And uh ended up checking it out doing it. And then, like, fighting, started taking off. And now he's, like, top ranked. Bellator. Sooner to be UFC. He's a stud.
0: He looks like of, a unit. There's some sort of affiliation with uh, Cody Garber at that for office. Was, yeah. it, was it Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all boxed together. yeah. Yes. I sure remember I, him I was studying the script one day at the Wexford office and I looked up at this guy. Isn't his day. nickname Nolove? Yeah, Cody Nolov. Cody But I looked up and I was like, I could have sworn that guy was Cody Garbrandt. And it turns out it was his brother. His yes, brother was yeah, trained Yeah, was his brother looked first. exactly like him. Yes. It was crazy. Yes. It was crazy. Don't don't it's in the
1: any funny stories or anything
0: valuable? I mean, I think I think self discipline is the most valuable thing about true. Yeah. Absolutely. In regards to funny stories, awesome. I'm trying to think of a funny story, but I think I'm... it's going to be as soon as I leave. Oh, they like all that one time. i
1: remember that. It's hilarious. You'd hang outside of
0: the car and like drive. Oh yeah, Dang, you know, listen car, church, and listen to the movies.
1: Well, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm gonna die yes. there. Hanging out th- I learned that young, just getting on top of the cars. We what what mean
0: you learned that. Somebody
1: taught you that. <sighs> self-taught, kind of. Feel like yeah, i probably self-taught. I got something crazy. So I was. I have my one boy. I had been seventeen. Take my. I'm whipping my mom's Chevy Cruze. She had just recently got like a, it was like 2017, She had just recently got like our first car. It was, like, a 2013-14 Chevy Cruze. And I'm whipping this, like, Chevy Cruze, whipping it. And I got, like, my ghetto-ass friend with me. Like, if this is a point... Actually, I might have been 15, because I, like, I had, like, a guy. Like, I was a bad kid, you know? And um, I think I was whipping... I was a gangster. I, I was whipping this car, and I had my ghetto-ghetto friend. Uh, in the passenger seat, my other boy, who's actually really... Like, he's a huge social media influencer now, like, Nick... He works with so many celebrities uh, and certain sort of things like that with the social media. So I, I think I had him with me in, like, the back seat or at the crib. And then my other boy, I had him in the passenger seat, and he's sitting on the windowsill. And I go to whip this turn, no. and he flies, like, he's holding on to the windowsill, <laughs> flies all the way out. But, like, since I was, like, turning, he hits his head. <laughs> off of my windshield And then flies back around and rolls oh, And I'm I sweet. was like so close to running him over You know how messed up I would have been probably like like, like 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 accidental manslaughter I
0: would have got like time or something You would think Riddle since then killed. that you would learn to drive but I can drive only wreck asleep How many times? Four or five Yeah so that trumps Excuse. It doesn't trump my excuse. It's that's. I fell of sleep. asleep with the uh, with a teeth whitener. I remember falling. That with was the, the teeth last whitener <laughs> I was with Alex. Alex. Yeah, dude. Um, Who falls asleep number one at the wheel? Who falls asleep at the wheel with a teeth whitener? I had a teeth. Whitener. <laughs> like you had every distraction going. I had a
1: brand new car, and I'm just like, oh, "You're so tired." You you talk about a couple years of like minimal sleep. You know what I mean? Like average two three hours a night, and I'm just. <laughs> like anytime I I was so scared that I got like narcolepsy or something. I, I have no idea. Whatever it is, where you're like you're insomnia. So like I was like, I was like, dude, I'm just gonna keep falling asleep. You know what I mean? I need to go get my blood work done and see if there's something wrong with me. And they're like, yeah, dude, nothing's wrong with you. You know what I mean? So I was like, I literally just exhausted, exhausted myself. Even now, I still probably get like five on average. I'll get naps. That's time to put me on that. Like I'll get like a nap, but. There's not, it's not very often I can be like a napping because i always, some fire, somebody always needs some type of vibe. The more you move up in leadership, the more responsibility, if you're doing it the right way, that you're going to have because getting what you want when it comes to leadership, and this is fire right here, if anybody's listening this far, other than, other than your mom maybe, <laughs> is, is uh, you know, the, the more you want in life is really going to directly correspond with the more you help others get what they want, the more you're going to get what you want. Absolutely. And I think that was, I don't know if it was, I don't know who, who said that, but it's definitely true. Leadership is about serving and I think it is great book, Lead Like Jesus. Phenomenal work on just like, really just serving, loving, and caring about people. Like when you think about somebody you work for, like despite them being crazy, or like if they're really aggressive or anything like that, if you know somebody cares about you, and John Maxwell fired was able to go to one of his events, and he says, you really like people don't care what you know until they know how much you care when so you genuinely know and that's a big lesson for me it's like learning how to build those relationships and, and uh, just get better at really genuinely caring because definitely less nice relationships in the business but not being genuine enough but genuinely caring about people and serving them is really the core of leadership I agree core of leadership dude I'm excited to go eat I'm starving it's you got anything easy. else in your mind anything you want to shout out Any of your businesses revenue for life Shut Laugh casino if you're in the Greensburg area. i spent some money with Billheimer. Come to the casino and ask for Anthony. Ask for some Curian. You. Yep. You can only bet 20 grand so it just, it's false. <laughs> just accept that you can only win a couple goldfish. <laughs> this goldfish casino. Check out A Billheimer, Anthony Billheimer. We're gonna get him back on here. This is really fun, I have a good time. Yeah, thanks for having me, brother. Hopefully we'll be out
0: here time. to sell soon.
1: Yeah. Or wherever you want since you're virtual. Yeah. So hit him up. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe regardless, if, if you want know I mean, to check him out. Financial service recommendations for companies if he refers somebody to work with us or maybe end up working with him. You know what I mean? Maybe his endeavors take to building a little virtual branch yeah. so you can hit him up for a job. let see what it Get your life insurance license. See what it takes. I gotta do that. Yeah. yeah. Sure, gotta you that. Know, so.